Welcome to Nowhere Close to Famous, where we have extraordinary conversations with ordinary people. I'm your host, Josh Story, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Brooke Seal. Hey, people. We have a very, very fun episode today with my new friend, but your old friend, Audrey Spires. One of my besties, I as love we it. talk about yeah. at length in this episode. She's super fun. We talked about so many things. She has a really fascinating story, fascinating life, and she's mm-hmm. just... A, She's just a great conversationalist. She was a ton of fun on the mic. Yeah, a she fellow Aggie. A fellow Aggie. So we do have a, a couple kind of insider A&M conversations, which I apologize to the audience for. But they were super bearable. Yeah. They were. <laughs> I, I loved learning. Yeah. We talked about, we joked about how I was learning a bunch of new things about Audrey yeah. through this interview. Yeah. I, I, I really <laughs> came to kind of judge your friendship a little bit because you know, there's a lot of stuff that you didn't know. I trusted enough, though, to not be worried about it. <laughs> No, it was um, a ton of fun. So we are so excited for you to hear our conversation. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Audrey Spires. Oh, oh perfect. We're Look, we did it. We're recording. We're good. Oh, praise Look God. Look at that. Whew. Nice. Right out of the gate. Um, also, before we start, how do you say your last name? Is it Spires? Spears? Yep. Okay. Spires. S- Spires. Okay. Yep. That long eye. Yeah. Spires. It's because of those two vowels in a row. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never really took a deep dive on my last name. I don't know there if that's go. actually true, but I think that is the rule in grammar. Like, the vowels makes it a long I. Oh, like if it's an I-A? Exactly. Or, okay. Like A after I. Can you give another example? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'll think of a word. I'll try. Yeah, I mean, Brooke Perfect. Seal, it's a long E. Yeah. As opposed to like a short E-A. E. Yeah. Like, like Brooke set out. Yeah, yeah like, it'd be Sal. Yeah. To, to uh, with the, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah well, but don't talk to me. Talk to grammar. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. So happy to have you here. How are you? I'm doing good. Great. Yeah. Sweet. It's been my goal to have Audrey on since Audrey and I became friends, which was around wow. the time basically the podcast started, really. Yeah. Audrey and I go way back. Like, yeah. Like a, how did like y'all initially meet? Okay, I moved to Fort Worth, and it was around the COVID time, so it's like, okay, I'm trying to plug into community, I'm trying to meet people, and we're just having a hard time, so (laughs) there's a guy named JP who uh, was like, you know what, I'm going to set you up on a couple blind friend dates, and I'm like, yeah, deal, let's do it, (laughs) went on probably three of them, Okay. so Brooke wasn't one of them, but her roommate was, Oh no! (laughs) so the one that uh, I just really hit it off with the girl was her roommate, and so we did a round two, a second date, if you will, (laughs) and Brooke had like a steel yo girl <laughs> at her house and i was like wait i think we're best friends <laughs> and, um and no offense other girl she's awesome but brooke and i are besties and it's yeah. like a friendship truly from god so that's awesome that's, i love you that was sweet well i feel like brooke knows a lot about you obviously based yeah. on the fact that y'all are quote unquote besties right yeah, yeah. You I mean, can drop the quotes. Yeah, it's real. no, no <laughs> quotes, right? <laughs> just, just quote besties. I'm like, oh, just, real. just full on. My heart fluttered when she's like, "We're besties from God." And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> yep, yep." Um, but I don't know a lot about you. So, okay. first thing I would love to know: Where are you from originally? Originally from Plano, Richardson okay. area. Cool. Yep. Sweet. Um, a suburb girly. Nice. Yeah. Um, we always like to ask people this: How would you describe the high school version of yourself? Oh. 
So I went to a massive high school. I graduated. I graduated with sixteen hundred people. Oh my gosh! Was it one of the Plano high schools? Mm-hmm. Plano East. Okay. Go Panthers! <laughs> yeah. <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was. I was just like achieving. That's what I was doing <laughs> in high school. Honestly, I was like playing soccer and doing the church thing, and I was in show choir. And I shut mean, up. You were in show choir. Yeah. Oh. That's Brooke doesn't know everything about me because we haven't <laughs> been friends for that long. Um, but honestly, like, I I loved high school. But looking back, it's, I don't know. I was just, like, making good grades yeah. and being a good girl. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> being the big sister and yeah. all the things. And it was, like, go, go, go. So yeah. that was the vibe. Have you always been, like, the achiever type? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a big part of that just comes from my dad. Okay. And he was always someone who just, like, drove me to fight for excellence cool. um and was like hey what we want from you is your best and we know your best is great in a lot of places and so um i think in a lot of ways that's like played out in healthy ways in my life where i don't know being excellent is like awesome and yeah. you can honor god by being excellent but also you can mm-hmm. be super prideful and all of that too <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> um and i've had to learn the good and bad and all of that but yeah i think it's also like a oldest child syndrome oh, yeah, thing yeah. that I have for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That checks out. Totally. Yep. We have a lot in common. Yeah. And we, I didn't know the show choir thing because Audrey and I did that thing in friendship, which I feel like this is common where we just kind of skipped like the, Oh, how many siblings do you have? What's mm. your favorite color? Right into the, yeah. what's like your <laughs> sin and your secret. Like, let's <laughs> no, let's go deep fast. And that's the, here we are. Yep. Truly. I love that. Um, how many siblings? Since there Brooke has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's three siblings that are younger than me, but two of them are married, so now okay. it's like five. Oh, nice. I, I count them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. When the siblings get married and they bring in like a spouse, does that change the dynamic or is it like... Or is that just like so fun? Okay, absolutely changes the dynamic. <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot of change dy- dynamics there, but also it has been so fun. That's awesome. And so... I'm the oldest, and then we're all two years apart. Okay. Um, Audrey, Austin, Allie, Joe, Andrew, girl boy, girl boy. Both my parents are engineers. It's like, you know, <laughs> they planned thing. it. <laughs> I know you would. You would literally think. Um, two but, years apart. <laughs> no, seriously, they're both engineers. That was funny. Yeah. So Austin, uh, the brother right under me, okay. he got married to a girl named Tori Grace, and okay. then Allie Joe got married to Tyler and. Tori Grace and Tyler, I actually met both of them at Pine Cove okay. um, when I was working there before they were dating my siblings. Oh, no way. And so just like really cool how God did all of that. Yeah. But the two of them are genuinely my friends. I awesome. really view them as like my brother and sister. And so, of course, it's like always a lot to <laughs> adjust to. Right. Yeah. And we've, I mean, we've had to have a ton of conversations about it um, in the last year of like how it changes things and I remember before the kind of the first family holidays, I was like, this is going to be really weird or sad (laughs) or something. You're like, get out. Um, But it's also just been really cool to be like prayerful through it Mm. and to have to have hard conversations and all the things. And I think on the other side of it, it's like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have it any other way. And it's just like such a gift. So that's awesome. And you low key like want to start a band with your brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, low-key. I don't know how you knew that. Um, <laughs> we talked about it. It's kind of Tyler's, like, pipe dream a little bit. Yeah. Every once in a while gets mentioned, like, we should make music. And I'm like, yeah. Because y'all play I music at holidays. 
Right. That's what yes. you had told me. So Tyler yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, when we met at Pine Cove, we were in the band oh, together. Oh, no way. <laughs> so <laughs> Audrey has lots of talents. That's awesome. Thank you, Brooke. That's mm-hmm. kind. Yeah, we'll unpack them. Okay. I know things. <laughs> what What were you doing in the band? Like, so I was playing keys okay. and singing, cool. and then Tyler was playing bass guitar. Okay. Um, and then all of our other besties, who are now actually professional musicians, and then there's just <laughs> Tyler and I, who were in the band to become family. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what happened there. Um, but we loved that, and yeah. it was okay. So sometimes I ask people this question of like, what would be your most ideal like family Christmas of Mm. all time and the reason I ask is because I've thought a lot (laughs) about your ideal family that's a great question though about my personal ideal (laughs) family Christmas and it's actually in like 10 or 15 years I hope Um, some way I'm related to you one day so we can do family Christmas I got one brother left Brooke (laughs) so how old is he um like 20 okay yeah <laughs> yeah god's plan Any, anyways uh, <laughs> yeah so but like my dream was always oh my gosh wouldn't it be so cool if we could all play music together um and sing and i don't know some people that might sound like oh lord like that would be the worst <laughs> ever totally. and to me it's like oh that would just be so special and would probably make me cry every time and guess what it does because now it happens <laughs> um so yeah that that very first christmas it was really sweet and there was like one song that i really wanted to do and asked tyler like can we do this and it was our first christmas all together with That's everyone awesome. married and um, so we both learned it and I literally sat on the floor it had been a really hard year and I was just like crying singing oh, like about Jesus in front of my whole family on the yeah. floor and I was like okay <laughs> that's awesome but I'm like this is gonna happen every year yeah. I can't wait <laughs> what I song can't. song was it um it's called behold the lamb of God okay. by Andrew Peterson sweet and I'm gonna just plug that really hard to everyone that's if great. you've never plug listened it. To Behold the Lamb of God. It's actually an entire album. Cool. And it is like the most beautiful, um, beautifully written piece of music about Advent and just starts in like, tells the story of the whole Bible pretty much pointing to Jesus. And then the back half um, is just about like Jesus coming and um, yeah, like Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And it's just like the most beautiful piece of music I got to see it at the Ryman with my mom last year that's and I was huge. like that's Great, cool I'm gonna cry the whole time so. <laughs> and you did yeah <laughs> that's awesome super cool so if y'all were to create a family band genre vibe style what's what's a looking like okay so there's one answer that would actually make sense for us <laughs> and it would be to do worship music okay. because I'm like okay that's that's our roots we can we can do that. Yeah. Um, feels like we could probably actually maybe write a song. Yeah. Uh, about totally God. Yeah. Feels like maybe we haven't yet, but <laughs> who knows? You will. <laughs> but in my completely one hundred percent idealistic world, yeah, we would be a bluegrass band. Oh come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would either play banjo or mandolin, and then Tyler can play upright bass. And can you play either of those in real life, like currently? Okay. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Probably, this is another thing I don't know yet. Oh gosh. I bet this was, a, it was like a year, year and a half ago. And I just went on this whole little thing where I was like, you know what? I I'm going to be a bluegrass. 
musician. You watched an Ed Helms YouTube video once. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) I I was like, you can't listen to a banjo or a mandolin and not be happy. It's impossible. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm going to learn this. And so I was like, well, great. How am I going to get one of those? Like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not like there investment wise where I'm going to buy investment. I mean, you don't want to like buy a crappy one. Totally. Because then you're going to hate it. Yeah. So... I took to Facebook <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I, like I have nothing to lose here. So I just posted like a real simple like, hey guys, <laughs> wanting to learn banjo or mandolin, anybody got one that I could have. And I am not joking you. People came out of the woodworks and I got one of each. No way. <laughs> like so, good ones? Yes. That's awesome. So I have I have a banjo. Get you to- post on facebook on my behalf yeah <laughs> i actually have friends who were like i'm gonna try that and they were like anyone have a violin and i was like guys we, we got anyone have a grand piano yeah. <laughs> so looking for a forerunner anyone yeah. have yeah. One of anybody <laughs> looking to, i'm learning how to drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah but don't want any crabby car to start sure. out so just like want to have a good experience <laughs> Yeah, for the experience. <laughs> but yeah, I got one of each. I can't play mandolin <laughs> at all. I can play banjo a tiny bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle is like a legit Oh no way. banjo player. Um, and so he's actually the one. A couple people offered, but I was like, I'm going to take Uncle Sean's. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I go over to Uncle Sean's house, and I thought he was just going to like give me the case. Like, you got it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and no. He had the case sitting there open on the couch and he had all of these like finger picks on the on the coffee table and so he's like all right well i'm gonna give you your first banjo lesson right now <laughs> and he it like, comes fit, with the banjo yeah. literally he like fits my fingers for these picks he like sits me down no gives me a bunch of sheet music and he's like all right we're gonna learn your first role and i was like this is amazing <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome i haven't improved much since then. um but I still have it. Oh, good. And it's a pipe dream, so I, stay tuned. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Honestly, I'm also glad you asked the sibling question because now I have all their names in like chronological order on recording go. so I can go back oh, that's and good. ask really thoughtful and <laughs> questions. <laughs> like, oh, how's your married sister? Yes. Yeah. How's she doing? Sweet Allie Joe. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I really hope that one day you get to be in a bluegrass band because that sounds, because you're 100% right. A banjo and a mandolin are two of the happiest instruments on the planet. You can't not like one smile and two just want to do like a little jig, you know, like totally not like, you know, there's like a very like specific sort of like dance that your body just kind of naturally does. When yeah. You hear like a banjo. your elbows are out. Yeah. Your hips are swaying. Totally. Your knees are bent. Feet are kicking or kicking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, happy feet. Yeah. Honestly. I like think me it's going to be my heaven hobby. Ooh, I like oh, that. yeah. That's, that's a great I've never phrase. I've never heard of that before. concept. I mean, think about it. Like, you got eternity. Yeah. To, like, to pick something up. Got to figure something out. Do you think without sin, yeah. you'll be able to perfectly just pick up anything? No, I still think it'll take a long time. Okay. But I just probably nothing. won't be a sinner while I'm learning it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. I mean, before the fall, Adam and Eve weren't, like... Perfect at everything. Right. They they, yeah. they didn't just, like, touch a tree and it, like, you know, produce fruit. You know, still they, had stuff to do. Still at the garden. <laughs> All right, team. <laughs> it's very quickly turned into two on one here in the studio. <laughs> Listener, <laughs> help me in the comments. Oh <laughs> um, heaven hobby. Broke, what would your he- heaven hobby be? I've literally never thought about that. That's, yeah, that's so fascinating. cool. Yeah, I need a second. Um, 
I really would love to be able to, because I've said this before. It's like, if you have three wishes, what would they be? Yeah. And as basic as this is, I would love to be an excellent guitar player without having mm. to like go through the learning and like the trying. Like I'd love to just pick it up <laughs> and just be like and just John like, Mayer and level. just shred. Yeah. yeah. Or like Ed Sheeran level, like mm. just getting after it. I love that. So heaven hobby, I guess, would just be just plucking an acoustic guitar. Honestly, yeah. I I think. That's awesome. Ma- maybe that's shallow, but I mean, no, we're already in heaven, so it's not going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs> so true, bro. <laughs> My theology is solid. <laughs> that's hilarious. What's yours? Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of want to be like a rancher. I don't know oh, if, wow. like, if there's like ranching. A cultivator. Wow. Like that's a I, good uh, So we just moved to uh, a new neighborhood in Bittenbrook, but it's like a development that used to be an old ranch, and half of the ranch is still a ranch. And oh. so there's certain streets that you walk on and it's like, you look and it's just cows for as far as I can see fields, ranches, all that stuff. And we were walking our dog the other day and I told my wife, I was like, when you see like a field like that, like, don't you just want to like hop on a horse and just herd cattle? <laughs> just take off. And she looked at me like, you're so no. weird. And I was, <laughs> I was like, like, no, there's just something about it. I don't know. I just think that would be cool to, you know, just yeah. be like a rancher. I don't know if there's a need in heaven to herd to herd cattle, but you know. I think there could be. Who knows? You know. Maybe sheep. Yeah, sheep. That feels biblical. <laughs> totally, a lot of sheep references. A lot of sheep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Will animals need to be herded in heaven? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Think about it. <laughs> Speaking of cattle, sheep. What a segue. Agriculture. Okay. I heard that you're an Aggie. Yes, Dude. love that. You wow. did so good. Like that? Thank you. Yeah. Whoop. Whoop. That's that's me, Aggie girl. <laughs> so I'm also an Aggie. Oh, um, fun. Yeah, gig them. Uh, <laughs> what type of Aggie were you slash are you? And I feel like you know exactly what I mean because there are very a very wide spectrum of Aggies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll start with this. My <laughs> great great, or I guess my great grandpa. Okay. went to A&M. Okay. So we skipped a generation and in then, there. But uh, I'm like, say, and then his son, and then his son's son. <laughs> well, usually that's, that's, yeah, and then his that's son's the daughter. story. No, really. But both of my parents went to A&M. Okay. So long family history there. All my siblings went to A&M. It's like a whole deal. Yeah. But so did the in-laws. Yeah. We're just, yeah. It's, so it is a I cult. It. I yeah. love it. I love it. it. Runs you deep. heard it here first. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I grew. Okay. Also, my grandparents live in College Station. Oh, no way. So That's my right. dad grew up there. We grew up like going to football games yeah. and me going to Aggie soccer camp as, you know, <laughs> a little middle schooler yeah. and whatever, all that good stuff. But I mean, I loved my time at A&M, yeah. but I wasn't like the in 50 organizations right. and did that whole deal yeah so totally. just like the just don't have time to like sleep or do anything because you're just always doing something right yeah like i feel like i did a lot of things yeah, but it totally. just wasn't like 30 orgs yeah totally <laughs> good for you and i still you know enjoy the whole football deal yeah, and all that totally. stuff but like it's not gonna ruin my day yeah totally that's really cool to hear because i was in a very similar boat and i'm curious if you felt the way that i felt i felt a sense of like oh my gosh, like, am I doing something wrong? Am I wasting my college career? Because mm. there is that pressure, especially, I, w- I would imagine too, being a Christian specifically at Texas A&M, there is this like Christian bubble culture of like, you have to be doing something at oh, yeah. all times. 
super busy, be in every single organization, be the president of everything. Yep. And that wasn't my story at all. And I was like, am I doing it wrong? It, did, did you feel a pressure to be more involved? Yeah. Okay. So I actually had um, a moment where the Lord really humbled me and all of that. That's awesome. And um, it was at the end of my freshman year. And I was applying to like be a leader in an organization that I was a part of. Didn't end up getting it. Um, there were, I guess, I can't even remember what all happened, but there were like a couple things that I had applied for and didn't get. And I just remember having this moment in the car where I was talking to God about it. And I was like, I am just so frustrated because God, I feel like you've made me a leader. I feel mm. like you've affirmed that through your people over and over. But like every time I apply for a leadership position, like I never get it. Yeah. And so this doesn't make <laughs> any sense at all. And I'm, you know, throwing away my social life or whatever. Um, and so I just remember being like so frustrated by that. And, and to your point being like, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Like, what is the deal? It feels like this is the formula to be successful and to like have friends and to get a job after and, you know, X, Y, Z. But what was so crazy was after that, um, the Lord called me into a very, very humbling leadership role. <laughs> um, I was in this Bible study called Bible Study Fellowship or yeah. BSF and started doing that my sophomore year. So at the end of my sophomore year, um, Debbie, our sweet teaching leader, uh, called me that summer and was like, hey, girl, we really <laughs> need one more leader and I thought of you we really want someone younger I'm like the youngest person like 30 <laughs> years there oh, totally. um would love for you to be you know on our leadership team and to lead a group and I was like okay well I mean what's what's our deal here like what it's required of me and she said the meeting is on Friday at 5 a.m. Oof. No <laughs> way. I've been like, God is not calling me to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then everyone in my group ended up being older than me. Um, By and, how much? Oh, anywhere from like five to 30 to 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a whole thing. But yeah. I remember God just like kind of taking me on this other route at AM that I wouldn't have chosen for myself. Yeah. And be like, actually, I'm going to put you in a leadership position yeah. where no one's gonna even know what this is it has zero prestige and you're gonna be done with all of your requirements before anyone wakes up in the morning <laughs> and i mean i literally remember walking down the stairs and being like someone is going to kill me it is like pitch black yeah, i'm walking totally. to my car you know at 5 a.m and i was like this is so humbling oh my yeah. gosh when you're like, God, make me a leader. And he's like, <laughs> no problem, sis. <laughs> like, Nailed oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I feel like I ended up spending my time at A&M doing just like thing, different things than I thought I would. Or yeah. like getting really involved in my church and yeah, totally. all these things. But it would just, yeah, to your point, just like not the formula yeah. of That's really cool, the though. 10 orgs, I yeah. guess. <laughs> what did you, what do you feel like you learned in that season because obviously that that's a very different trajectory than most college students to be leading a bsf group um well on a really practical sense i like learned to love god's word mm -hmm. and that feels like more valuable to me than anything that i could have possibly yeah. <laughs> gained totally. um so that was really really sweet and i think i just grew a lot in humility too um and not I don't know, like not ascribing my worth to 
being in this or that sorority or being the leader of this or that mm. organization. Um, and I just learned too of like, okay, God, like you know me better better than I know me. Mm-hmm. And and so if you give me a no somewhere um, and then you like lead me somewhere else, then it's because you love me and you're trying to make me more like you. Yeah. Mm. And so looking back, like everything that I was involved in in college, I would have never charted out that path for myself. But at the same time, I'm like, oh God, you were so kind to me um, in the things that you led me to. And just even giving me so many no's created so much space for Mm. me to be obedient. And like a huge part of my college experience was um, just being faithful with my home and like hospitality and it just being like open door policy and people were always welcome there. And you know, we're people are crying on the couch and we're feeding (laughs) them and sleepovers and all the things. And I'm just like, I would have never been available yeah. for that if God wouldn't have like given me nose. Yeah. Hmm. Um so I don't know. I think I learned a lot of different yeah. things, but those are a couple of them. Man, that's so good. That yeah, that's so profound. And I think that I, so many people don't uh, at least I feel like don't think about the world in that sense of every no opens up a door for a yes that I wouldn't otherwise be able to say yes to if I had this other thing. Um on the hospitality note Another thing that I've heard about you from Brooke is that one, you're very hospitable. Mm-hmm. And you can make a mean cocktail. Is that true? Oh, okay. The mean cocktail thing is a newer endeavor, okay. mm-hmm. but the ones that I can make, I feel like I can make pretty yeah. well. Yeah. But that's kind of my vibe, anyways. I I'm love like, that. I don't want to do it unless it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah have gotten better at that um and yeah i love to host people totally comes from my parents it was yeah. everybody always and yeah. so kind of just trickled into my adult life i suppose <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> what would be like your dream like hosting scenario right like money is no ob- no object you can oh. host like a dinner you can host a party what are you eating what are you drinking what's like the night look like okay i think hmm I think that everybody needs to dress up. Okay. I like that. Number one. Mm-hmm. I think it's just really fun totally. to dress up and have mm-hmm. a reason to. And if you are a girl, you know you have that dress in your closet <laughs> that you're like, I am waiting for my opportunity to wear this. This would be the opportunity. <laughs> this is it. This would be the opportunity for you to wear the dress that you want to wear. Yep. Or to buy the one that you want. To totally. Buy, or borrow. Or borrow the one you want to borrow. Totally. Because it's been there too. Yep. That's and awesome. it's free. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so everyone dresses up. Um, I really like really good wine, a really good cocktail. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, the food, honestly, I would maybe cook with my sister. Okay. Yeah, I think we would cook together. Sure. She's a really good cook, and I think that would be so much fun. Amazing. Um, as far as like a venue. Yeah, dream big. Goes, okay, Lake Tahoe is very special oh, to me. Mm-hmm. And it would probably be in Lake Tahoe, think like long table. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to be on the beach because I don't want to get sandy in my Fair. nice dress <laughs> or like in my food. She's but thought I would about like this. Yeah. Just now, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to be on a deck. Okay. Close to the water. Open you know? air. Yes. Yeah, we need to be open air, string lights, really nice tablescape, yeah. mm-hmm. got some candles. And then just like, in my mind, 
everyone is dying laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it should be. That's that's a great vision. That's I, the vibe. That's and there's really good music in the back. As you say, will there be live music? Yeah, is it live uh, or is it a DJ? Yeah. Okay. Well, and by DJ like on like an iPhone. <laughs> right. Probably just like box. <laughs> um, I don't think it would be live, and here's why: because I get really insecure about feeling like I'm extra about things <laughs> sure. and to me I'm like okay I recognize that this is already extra dinner. like like we're already we're in like Tahoe on, in yeah. our best wear right, right. like we're already there <laughs> we've already but... traveled and borrowed clothing <laughs> what's a live musician see, see but then the live musician is what pushes it over the edge to sure. me where I'm like well now I'm insecure but you cooked so this is too much so we're back down right. exactly yeah. exactly I'm but such I made a balancer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the bartender so we're fine yeah like if everyone was in chill clothes maybe we could have the live musician <laughs> but i want the dresses so sure. we can't have the live music too <laughs> and it's john mayer <laughs> it, it's probably the coming home album by leon bridges that's oh, what's playing that's a great I, I i feel like i'm like seeing it i'm feeling it like I'm i have there. the soundtrack playing in my head now i that's yeah. epic what what's so special about tahoe Okay, my parents took us there. I want to say it was probably like halfway through my college career. Okay. My college career. That sounds so <laughs> intense. <laughs> anyway. Um, I was okay, in college so, for eight years. Yeah, now four uh, degrees. Just, just five years, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, so we went to Tahoe as a family. Started going there more. Okay. Um, my parents ended up investing in a little condo with like another that. family who lives there and is like a good family friend of ours. So it was mostly rented out as an Airbnb. Um, and so we were just able to like block it off whenever we'd want to go, um, which was so fun. And it just became like our family's place in... I don't know we started going like once a year and then twice a year and then it was like more and now <laughs> yeah. it's like anytime we can go we're going and <laughs> um and then more recently my parents actually got a house there which oh, is no so cool um and it's been like uh yeah a neat thing to like dream with them about of how they just want to use it for ministry and the glory of god and hmm. i don't know i think my whole family just has a lot of special memories there and yeah it's beautiful would recommend everybody go <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like a breathtaking place. I I got yeah. to go for the first time a few years ago. I got asked to officiate a wedding there, and oh, the venue wow. was so sick. It was apparently it was Farrah Fawcett's old house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. it had it was like this house like up up on the hill, and it had this the big giant lawn, and it overlooked the lake. And we like officiated it right there on the lawn, That's cool. overlooking the lake. It was incredible. And as soon as I went, because I had always heard people talk about Tahoe. Then as soon as I got there, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I mm. get the hype. Like, this place is yeah. unbelievable. It feels like a well-kept secret. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, this cat's out of the bag now because we have a very huge follower. <laughs> <laughs> Tahoe gets flopped. I, uh, Audrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Audrey, which maybe we'll get into this used to do photography full time okay, yes, professionally. I to ask about this. But so she's very talented, but like f- photos mean a lot to her and is snapping photos constantly. And she does this thing where when she goes to like Tahoe with her fam, she takes a bunch of like artsy pics and she'll post them on her Insta story. Uh-huh. And I did this thing <laughs> where she would post like several in a row and I would click through all of them and be obsessed. <laughs> and I would DM her on Instagram and be like Oh, look, new screensavers for Brooke. <laughs> and then it got to the point, and I would screenshot them. 
and set them as the backgrounds on my phone. And it got to a point where she just started texting them to me directly before she shared them to Instagram, (laughs) which I felt very loved by. So I have several like landscape pictures from Lake Tahoe on my phone. And it's like, oh, it looks like I low key vacation there regularly. (laughs) And I'm like, I've never set foot in Lake Tahoe, but it's on my list. It's like your Apple like photo album is like suggested real. And it's like, (laughs) like trip to Tahoe. And it's like, I've never actually been. Remember Tahoe? My phone's like, remember Tahoe, May 2022. And I'm like, I don't. gonna go it's gonna happen at one point it i did change it audrey's a pic from tahoe was my lock screen and then a picture audrey took of a friend and i was my home screen on my phone (laughs) and that pic is still there but i did change the lock screen pic that's awesome yeah that's and one time audrey and i hung out and she's like wait is that my pic and i was like oh check this out and i unlocked my phone (laughs) and then it's a picture of me and another friend of ours and i was like da 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 If you've been keeping up with Nowhere Close for a while, you know we love our spare change. But if you're new on the scene, welcome to the fam. We have to tell you about one of our favorite sponsors. Our Spare Change is a jewelry company based out of Southern California. They went on a mission to create handcrafted custom jewelry that helps people share and tell their story. Um, And obviously at Nowhere Close, we love sharing stories. So the partnership with Our Spare Change has made perfect sense. Yeah, I was on their Instagram the other day and they were sharing a few of their stories and um, it became so evident that what they do provides a level of meaning that most other companies don't get to provide and that these pieces can be worn for years or passed down to your kids and these stories can be shared for generations and we just couldn't be more proud to partner with our spare change so if you go to rsparechange.com and use code NOWHEREClose at checkout, you can get 20% off your order. So again, that is OurSpareChange.com and use promo code NOWHEREClose to get 20% off your order. Yeah, so talk to us about photography. When, where did you get started? When did you get started? Are you still doing it? Out, um, out, outside of providing screen <coughs> savers for Brooke. Yeah. Okay, so... That di- that gig doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> if any of my friends are uh, going to listen to this, I'm sure as soon as you said, are you still doing this? They probably started snickering in their cars or wherever <laughs> yeah. they are because they're like, yeah, yeah, she is, but she's <laughs> retired. <laughs> Anyways, how this got started was a total accident. I, uh, during my college career, um, (laughs) my aforementioned career, (laughs) right? So I was a business major, um, and I was studying accounting and I think, (laughs) yeah, I I did it though. I literally, for the whole four years, uh, five. Yeah. That's what your degree is in. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Did you do the PPA thing? Yep, I did. No way. So you're undergrad so f- accounting and then so did marketing for grad school. But that's that's a whole long Anyways, other yeah, photography. deal. But I was in all these accounting classes. It's like I enjoyed it because, I don't know, I think people think accounting is math and it's really like solving puzzles. Mm. And I cried during accounting <laughs> in, in, co- in my you're college career. not the only one, Brooke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things that you kind of get it or you don't. Yeah. I did not. And that's okay. <laughs> Can't be good at everything. No one would like you. That's what my mom says. So Your mom is okay. a fountain of wisdom. Honestly. Amen. Sweet Joe. Yeah. yeah. I'm such a fan of hers. Yeah, me too. So I'm in accounting classes. I think subconsciously I needed a creative outlet. And yeah. I had this camera that I would bought in high school and I was like, 
you know, I should probably learn to use this. I knew I was motivated by grades, uh, like okay. we talked about earlier. And mm-hmm. so I said, okay, I'm just going to elective it. I'm going to sign up for a photography class through A&M. That'll be cool. Whatever. Yeah. So I just learned the basics. You know, you learn how to use your camera and all the basic setting stuff. And so it just kind of became like my uh like my accessory that I brought around everywhere (laughs) like it was just always in my backpack um Mm. I don't know I just brought it to football games I brought it to birthday parties and it just became like a fun thing where I I don't know like exciting things would be happening and I'd be like oh I want people to remember this and so Mm. then I would like take pictures and then you know send them to them through google photos or whatever and it was just like my fun little thing and I it was your party trick (laughs) right literally yeah and I look back at those photos and I think okay I (laughs) don't know how this went anywhere clearly an elective but (laughs) it was kind of wild because you know it just snowballs into someone comes up and is like hey I was wondering if you could take my senior pictures and like I'll pay you a little bit and I'm thinking okay (laughs) like sure let's let's give it a go girl and and you know and I'm like furiously like surfing pinterest before like screenshotting poses like yeah. oh my gosh like what are we gonna do what do i have to do if they're capping down oh and i have no idea what i'm doing and i just kind of you know do that and then that leads to another thing and that leads to another thing and next thing you know it's like hey do you think you could shoot my wedding and i'm like yeah i'll try girl and you're like those happen on Saturdays, right? <laughs> yeah, really. It is. It's really funny thinking back, and I <laughs> now realize that it was just so much favor from the Lord. Yeah. Like yeah. God wanted me to be a photographer, which is why we are here. So, <laughs> so I started doing that, and honestly, I was getting pretty good at it. And mm-hmm. I I went to camp. So whenever I was in the band, I was also a photographer, and we just like did both <laughs> simultaneously, which was truly the best summers of my life. Um, but I mean, when you're doing that all day, every day for multiple summers, it's like okay, that's a lot of touches, yeah, and totally. you start mm-hmm. getting good at editing, and you get faster, and all this stuff. So I mean, I was like making pretty good money and just doing that in my free time that's and awesome. and it wasn't like this obligation i just i always was saying yes out of like mm-hmm. joy and like a desire it was to a do profitable it. hobby yes a very which profitable i have hobby. yet to find <laughs> i'm believing that for we're you, trying <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'll brainstorm on that sure yeah. let mm-hmm. me know anyways so i start yeah, we're doing that, and I'm getting towards the end of my college career, <laughs> and we're about to, I don't know, it was like December, so I'm going to graduate in, I don't know, five or six months, and I had this moment where I was like, I don't really know what's going to become of this, and it's kind of like really snowballing into something big, but I just didn't know, and I was like, okay, I'm going to graduate from grad school, and I could take this job that I kind of have lined up and there was just some different options and so I started praying like okay God whatever whatever you want me to do after school with photography like you just fill up my schedule with whatever you want (laughs) and you know when you tell God like whatever you want but then in the (laughs) back of your mind you're like this is really what I want (laughs) so you're like but here are the specifics (laughs) right so my ideal world was like I'm gonna I'm gonna like do the whole job thing and then I'm gonna keep my my toes in the water photography. Mm -hmm. like I'm just gonna do a little bit so I the next week I start getting 
all of these inquiries for weddings right after I graduated. And sometimes you get inquiries for weddings where you're like, uh, I don't really know if I want to do that one. Yeah. And every single one of these was like, amazing couple, loves Jesus, awesome venue. Like, of course I want to do it. I'm going to yeah. say yes. So kind of without realizing it, <laughs> I filled up my whole schedule no right after I, for right after I graduated. So then there was this moment in January where <laughs> I had like a moment of discernment of looking <laughs> ahead. And I was like, wait, when am I going to work? <laughs> when am I going to do a job after school? Like as an accountant, you did the math. Like you check the figures. You're like, it doesn't <laughs> Correct. add up. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And I was like, oh no, I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm going to have to file as, as an individual employee. I'm oh, self-employed. <laughs> oh yeah. So, I, you know, it's January. I'm about to graduate from grad school. And, and everyone, when you're in grad school, it's like, oh, so which firm you're working at? Right. Totally. After, and I'm like, me I'm working for me <laughs> which was like true there was oh my gosh the program that I was in yeah there was this massive like spreadsheet that spanned generations of people from this program and it was supposed to be like a networking tool where it's totally. like here's your name here's you know like your email and then here's your job and what you do and who you work for all this stuff and Oh my gosh, I am the only person that's like, like photography. Literally, I put under like my job title, it's like photographer. I'm like, oh. You're like, this is going to go at the top of my tax return, which I know how to fill out. Yeah, yeah. So that's the moment I realized that that was God's plan for me. (laughs) But I don't know. There were a lot of people that encouraged me in that too. And the girl who actually was like wanting to hire me to work there, she ended up sitting me down and doing all the math and was like, you can do this. Like, this is what God wants you to do. You need That's to do cool. it. Wow. I was like, slay, let's do mm. it. <laughs> That's awesome. So at the beginning of this conversation, you said all, all of your friends are snickering because you've retired. What prompted that? Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Slash how long did you do that full-time before you went into retirement? Yep. I did it for about two and a half years, Oh wow! which also included COVID, which totally changed mm. my job. It yeah. was like yeah. backyard weddings to the <laughs> max, which was like a blast. Yeah. I, I loved it. But um, honestly, I went through just a period of time. I mean, really not even a period of time, like more than a year, like probably yeah. one to two years. Um, where I was just dealing with a lot of mental health stuff, Mm. like anxiety, OCD things. And, um, when you're a photographer, you spend a lot of time alone. You're the person who you wake up every morning, you decide what you're going to do. You may motivate yourself. There's not a lot of accountability. Um, and I was like, man, I just need something that's like rhythmic. I need something that has boundaries. I need someone to tell me what to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so it was just praying through that. And then through kind of a weird series of events, I, um, got a call from Caleb Hickson, who is the college pastor at, uh, at Paradox and the church that I go to and now work for. Um, but he asked me like, Hey, this is kind of wild. (laughs) And I feel very silly for asking you this because I know that you like have a great career and you're like being really successful right now but I don't know every time I pray about this I just feel like God's telling me to ask you and so I'm just not going to answer for you I'm going to let you answer for yourself Hmm. Um, and ask me to come on staff to be a college resident for that next year and I don't know it was one of those moments where uh, you know when you're like 
okay, yeah, I'll pray about it. But in your heart, you're like, I know my answer. Like God is, God already told me, but it's, it's, yeah. So, uh, so I did pray about it and my answer was yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So I ended up kind of landing ish the plane on that. (laughs) But the thing about photography is you commit to things nine months uh, (laughs) or more. Um, And so I kind of had to like finish everything out as I was doing that job, which was a lot for Mm -hmm. a while. But now I just do stuff for really good friends and that's like a joy and I wouldn't have it any other way. So Mm -hmm. I'll probably never like retire. Full time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Never retire, but never go back to full time. Yeah. Who who knows? God's plan, but God's plan. But I, I can't imagine me ever like being like, all right, the burial for my camera whenever <laughs> using this guy again. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I will use this for the rest of my life, undoubtedly. Mm. So That's awesome. I've always told other people, if I ever get married, Josh will officiate and Audrey will take pics, even if it's as like second shooter, so she's chilling. Because we've talked about that, of I'll like, it, what's I'll her ideal there. scenario? Like being head photographer and like doing the whole thing or like second shooter vibes where she can chill and hang. And so whatever she lands on, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Once I find the groom. The other things are all locked up. <laughs> God's plan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, as an artist, right, you clearly have an eye for capturing, like, a moment. Are there, like, moments in time when you look at a photo and you're like, heck, yes, that's it. That's, like, the one. What what tells you that you just cap? capture like the moment in the most perfect way okay so sometimes you know and sometimes you don't know (laughs) um which is the thing about shooting weddings or really anything um something i started doing uh, a little bit into my photography career was i just had this moment of realizing that i couldn't be everywhere at once Mm, yeah and that frustrated me because Mm. i was like you know, you're shooting a 250 person wedding and you're like, I'm one person with one point of view trying to capture this entire story. And this is so frustrating. Like, Mm. you know, what am I supposed to do? And so it was, it was really cool how God just met me in that and was like, okay, ask me because I'm bigger than you Mm. and I am everywhere. Mm. And so, um, before weddings now I'll, or really anything, I'll be like, okay, God, move my feet to where you want me to be. Help me to see the things that you want me to see. Help me to hear the things that you want me to hear. Um, and then from there, it's like, you just have to trust the Lord. Yeah. And sometimes that'll land me in a situation where I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like so beautiful. Yeah. And I can't believe I like got to witness that and take a photo of it. But there's also moments where like you have no idea right. who mm. that person is or what, <laughs> or like what, why they're special or why right. that moment's special. And you just, you know, you're just taking pictures, you're just yeah. doing your job. Mm. And then later on someone will message you and be like, oh my gosh, this picture meant the world to me because of X, Y, Z. And you're like, God, thank you. Because <laughs> I literally would have never known. Yeah, that's um, cool. I don't know. There there are moments though where I kind of look at the back of my camera and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, might be awesome. personal, but what are some of your favorite moments you've caught on camera? Okay, by a landslide. Yep. The two uh, things that I've gotten to capture that have been like the most special to me ever. I got to shoot the birth of one of my best friend's son and cool. then of my nephew. Oh, cool. And it was... Um, the very first time that I have ever cried behind my camera 
Like, oh, I've wow. witnessed a lot of really, like, beautiful and intimate things yeah. behind my camera. But that was the first time where I was like, I am, like, so overwhelmed <laughs> by, like, the goodness and glory of God in this moment. Mm. And um, just the experience of, like, watching someone come into the world and, like, take their first breath. And it was just like a remarkable experience and made me deeply grateful for being able to use a camera because I was like, it's the only reason I'm here. (laughs) That's cool. That's really, really cool. There's a bunch of things I want to ask you, but I know we're getting close on time. So rapid fire. Okay. One thing. I heard that you're really good at estate sales. Is that true? Um, (laughs) Or like scouting out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me just give everyone a couple tips. Yeah. If yeah. you want to be an estate sailor, uh, whatever, I don't know. So there's an app. It's also a website called estatesales.net. Okay. And if you ever have an estate sale, it has to, I believe, like legally has to be posted. Oh, okay. So That's good to you know. can find all of them on there. So you pull up the app and it's like you pull up the map and it shows you, oh, these are all the ones in your area. You can click on it. You can scroll through all the pictures and be like, eh, not my vibe. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. It'll tell you when it's open, how many days. Um, so honestly, on my days off, I, on Friday, I normally will go to one or two because I just awesome. think it's so fun. <laughs> and okay. The other thing is you have to go slow. Mm. Like you just really, like if you rush through you just like will miss things and you have to look high and you have to look low and you have to be willing to like rummage through stuff. But I don't know. I find when I'm like slowing down, I can find really good things and Mm -hmm. it's something I love. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing that you've ever scored at an estate sale? Ooh. Okay. Most recently. Um, Okay, this is like silly, but it <laughs> made her feel really loved. So my sister is really into sewing. Okay. And I was at this estate sale that I guess this lady was uh, a seamstress. Okay. And there were just bags and bags of these like gallon Ziploc bags full of thread. Oh, wow. And they were $5 each for the entire bag of thread. And I was like really feel like Allie's gonna love this and so <laughs> I I just looked through all of them and I just picked out two and was like okay you know I think it was 50% off so I ended up paying five bucks yeah. for, for all the thread <laughs> and I was gonna wait till Christmas and I just couldn't do it and she was <laughs> over, and I was like told me this story a couple weeks ago and it was gonna be Christmas and I'm like this episode yeah. will come out before Christmas yeah <laughs> I was like I have something for you <laughs> and went and got it I was like I found this on it's an sale she was like do you know how much money this is worth and I was like I truly have no idea but I'm glad that it makes you happy <laughs> so that was a, a recent score that's awesome yeah um You've obviously, or at least I feel like, have sure. lived a pretty significant chunk of life mm-hmm. thus far, right? But okay, twenty six. But <laughs> sure, yeah, no, but <laughs> but an impressive. Yeah, you've done a lot. An in impressive twenty six. Thank you. You're that welcome. Is kind. You're welcome. Yeah, seen a lot of estate, <laughs> taken a lot of pictures, Indeed. had a couple of different <laughs> careers: college, <laughs> photography. My college career. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the meme of this? That's what? My, the, the, title of this episode oh, gosh. um <laughs> but there's obviously like much more to your story that hasn't been written yet when you think about the future 5 10 15 years down the road what do you hope your story is like what are some of the next chapters that you hope to write yeah that's a really good question um one of them i've been thinking about this for 
I don't know, I guess the last year or so, but um, God's made it really clear, I think, um, that he's allowed me to be a good teacher. Mm. And I like really, really hope that at some point in, you know, in my next couple like seasons of life that um, I get to teach the Bible and Mm. do it in a way that like really, I don't know, makes people like love God and love his word and also makes me love God Mm. and love his word. And um, I don't know, I think I have a long ways to go um, to be like really, really amazing at that. But I would love to just like keep taking steps towards that, whether it's, I don't know, like this year I'm doing BSF again and um, and that'll be great. Or maybe at some point I get to go to seminary cool. or something like that. Uh, but I I think I'd really like love to teach the Bible at some Sweet. point in my life. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Buying your first home is so exciting, but let's be honest, it's also overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, first you have to figure out where you want to live. Then you have to figure out if you'll be approved for a loan. Then you've got to think about inspections, closing costs, insurance, and property taxes, all on top of making the offer and hoping they accept it. It's a lot. But lucky for you, our friends at League Real Estate are here to make buying your first home an incredible experience. In fact, LeagueRE.com slash close is your one-stop shop for anything related to buying your first home. We're talking advice on mortgage lending, how to calculate your monthly payment, access to incredible agents, and so much more. So if you feel overwhelmed by everything that goes into buying a home, rest easy knowing the incredible people at League are here to help guide you through it every step of the way. They're here for you and ready to serve. So again, that's LeagueRE.com slash close for the absolute best home buying experience. Um, can we ask you some fun random questions before we let you go? Yeah. Of <laughs> our favorite question, or my, I won't say our, I always yeah. assume, I always it's a good one. I like it. too, yeah. but it's definitely mine. <laughs> um, my favorite question to ask is what are some of your oddly specific love languages? Okay. So one of them, if you've ever been my roommate or my family member, uh, you know that one of my love languages is picking up my cups. <laughs> <laughs> I am like a serial <laughs> cup lever outer. I don't know. Like cups everywhere, like in my car, in my room, on the table. That's hilarious. I just cannot help myself. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. It's a weird trait. But sure. whenever people, like I'll have friends who will just like grab a couple cups from my room <laughs> and like, just you bring know them We're going to divide and conquer. And I'm like. You love me. Like, thank oh. you. <laughs> Note to self, next time you're at Audrey's home, pick up a cup. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, mid-use. I'm just like, let me grab that for you. Picking up my cups. Um, okay, the answer. other one I can think of in this moment <laughs> is having someone that can watch sports with me in a very specific way. So, oh, wow. like, I want to be able to, I want them to be able to, like, make a sensible intelligent comment about what's going on <laughs> okay. but additionally be like sharing memes and, tw- and tweets with me about the game that yeah. are like we're like dying laughing about the uniforms <laughs> and the weird person in the crowd right um but then also like it can't ruin their day oh so wow. it's, it's like you need to care but not too much and yeah. like this can be funny and we can like actually enjoy the sport like That's i have good yeah. i have a few friends who can do that with me and it's very specific but yeah. 
I mean, that's great. That is oddly specific. That that is. So l- let's use Saturday as an example. At the time of this recording, A and M just lost to Appalachian State. We all know. <laughs> yeah, horrible loss. I wasn't gonna bring it up. I was gonna let y'all mention it. <laughs> I know that loss ruined a lot of people's day, right? So like in that like in that scenario, you're looking for someone that can be engaged, watch the game, have like a sensible comment of like, you know, whatever's happening. Also, sharing the tweets that yeah, we're kind of getting our butt kicked, and everyone thinks that we're a joke. But then also, at the end of the day, lose to a no-name team and be like, okay, what should we get for dinner? And just, like, not care <laughs> about the game. Yeah. I I want someone to be like, bummer. Like, that was a big, <laughs> that was a big bummer. Bummer. But then, you want Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right, right. But then they send me, like, three <laughs> tweets after the game of, like, hilarious memes of just how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that we can laugh about it. Right, totally. But then also they're, like, sending me the Good Bull Hunting article oh, wow, um, the next cut, day yeah. of, like, hey, guess what? We're still favored to beat Miami. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Or no matter what, we beat Bama last year. Yeah, that's the energy I need. I just want to say on record that my parents rushed the field during that game. No way. Anyways, I just. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I have a new question that I want us to ask in addition to the other yes, one. Yes, she's oh, the perfect guest. Wow. Um, I've been saving this, and I was like, I feel like this is a good one to use on. Yes. Um, What's something about you that no one asks about, but you wish they would ask you about it more often? Oh, good question. Wow. Okay. Let me really think about this. <laughs> y'all, y'all want to hear my funny, uh, my funny soapbox? Yes. Yes, please. Okay. Well, <laughs> one time I got invited to a PowerPoint night, and if you don't know what, oh, I did. Yes. I did. I meant to ask you about this, and I didn't write it down. I'm well, sorry. Keep going. Praise God. Here we yeah. go. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> um, so PowerPoint night and it's You just know what like, a PowerPoint night oh, is, yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. yeah, make a PowerPoint about anything serious or funny. And then people matter. host a party and everyone comes over with a PowerPoint slide prepared right. about their topic. Yes. Yeah. So at the time, I was still a photographer and I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, I got to throw something together real quick for this, you know, little event. Sure. <laughs> so I'm Everyone's like, dressed casually. Okay, I don't even know do, why I'm going. Yeah. I'm like, why do <laughs> What do I have pictures of? Like, I don't even know. And I was like, oh, I know. And I gave a presentation on tiny tables at proposals. Okay. <laughs> I knew you would laugh at that, which is why I wanted to ask her about And it. either whenever I say that, people are like immediately laugh because they know exactly what I'm right. talking about. Or they look at me like I'm crazy. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Or they're and like then, maybe offended because they're like, there was a tiny table at my engagement. Right. No, it's so spot on. Yeah, and I I basically gave this whole presentation about proposal cliches and how, like, at the end of the day, they're not bad, but, you know, you pick two. Like, you can't can't have it all. What are some of the examples? um, It was like every single person that you know around the corner and <laughs> yeah you like your nightstand that is a tiny table and the letter and um the flowers and the blanket and i mean i could mm-hmm. seriously yeah. go go on and on go uh, real specific <laughs> oh the framed photos oh yeah, yeah absolutely um all the good, blanket yeah all good things i'm like you just 
you can have them all, but I think pick two. I think you should just pick two. <laughs> That's and that, a great point. That would be good. But now that I have said this, mm. if you've never heard this before, you're gonna literally notice it all oh, the yeah, time. For <laughs> ever since sure. you said it to me, every time I've seen someone's engagement picture on Instagram, I'm like, they chose more than two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm counting. I'm like tiny tiny. Usually it's all of frame them. picture. Bible with her new name on it. Oh, like, yeah, that's, yep, yep. <laughs> like, like, I'm that doing a tally, and I'm like, am I a bad person? <laughs> no, I'm like, everyone can get engaged however they want. I just think yeah. it's hilarious. And you'll capture it joyfully. Yes, you just got to get into the psychology of it sometimes, and totally. you're like, why do, why do we all do this? Oh, really what your, I think Your it, pet. <laughs> if you have a pet, your pet is there. <laughs> what I think it comes down to is the fact that dudes aren't creative or thoughtful. Right, like, they're like dudes do because, this. like, think about it, right? Like, it's usually a dude that's planning it and preparing that plans it. it all, yeah. And it's a guy that was like, "Oh, I saw my friend do this. That was pretty sick. I'm gonna do that." <laughs> and then they just, and then it just becomes so repetitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're all using the same nightstand. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you, like if a friend group all shares the same yeah. nightstand. Yeah. But you know what? The girl never cares. The girl, totally. at she's the looking end at the two day, things: the boy and the ring. <laughs> I think it's literally just entertainment for me oh, totally. alone. The and photographer is like, man, Wayfair is killing it <laughs> yeah. off of Christian proposals. Like, just nailing it. I've had I mean? a guy literally come up to me after and be like, oh my gosh, I got this thing out of the dumpster. Can you believe <laughs> it? And I was like, honestly, I can't believe that you did that. And he's like so proud, like, found the table. I did it. I nailed it. Wait, here's Girl. another bonus question. Okay, She's so fun to talk to. Yeah. We're, we're going to have you back, I feel like. I feel like that's safe to say. Yeah. As a photographer, do you want your engagement photographed? Or would that be like a small private moment? Um, I Okay, something I noticed uh, in shooting proposals is people never notice you mm. whenever mm. you're taking pictures. It's like this imaginary bubble like <laughs> forms around people. And yeah. I mean, I've been like... Out in the four open. or five feet away from people <laughs> and and later on they'll be like i had no idea you were there like, i was wearing bright and I'm red like, you're serious like you're not trying to flatter me yeah like you really don't remember me being there and so that's fascinating i kind of feel like maybe i would be more of a more aware of it just because yeah. that's like my experience sure. but ultimately as long as someone isn't in my face right yeah, yeah. it'd be nice <laughs> to like, have it yeah. but also at the end of the day I don't know. I think being a photographer, it like it makes you care a lot about photos, mm. but yeah. also at the same time, I'm like, if I don't have photos, like I'll live. Yeah. Like yeah. I will literally be fine yeah. and yeah. it will be just as special and it's okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That That's makes cool. sense. Okay. Two more questions for you. Okay. <clears throat> what is a story that anytime you get to tell it, it just like brings a smile to your face? Like you just love to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I'll I'll do a a choose your adventure. Oh, we love those. <laughs> so I can tell like a more a more like sweet and serious story about how God called me to ministry, or I can tell you a really funny story about a proposal gone wrong. Oh, I'm intrigued by both. Totally, you pick. I kind of lean towards the proposal gone wrong, but mm. I. But I also feel like a jerk because, like, I do want to know about your call to ministry. 
Well, my call to ministry was when I was in fourth grade, and oh, then no I way. wanted to be a kids uh, pastor, and then now and, and I kind of it. am, which is like kind of wild. Not and kind there's of. a there's a lot more there, but that's the short version. That's but really I'll cool. I'll tell you the proposal. <laughs> she gave us both. You're such yeah. a giver. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've learned so much about my bestie Audrey. <laughs> oh, stop. I'm going to put the quotes back on because you didn't know a whole lot. To I know. We went straight to sin and struggle. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just I feel kidding. like we need to have like a role reversal where I'm asking you all yeah. the questions. You and Josh will host an episode. Okay. I'll come as the guest. Stop. I'll literally do it. That that we'll would actually be a blast. The, we'll get okay. it on the calendar. Okay, okay have me I'm back. Low I'm low-key being serious. I'm, I'm Y'all could do the intro. Yeah. Y'all could do the intro together where it's like, hey, I'm your host, Josh Shore, <laughs> and I'm joined. By my new host, by, by my new co-host, Audrey Spires. I love the eye is long. Yeah, send me a Cal invite. I'm there. Okay. You got the link. <laughs> okay. Okay. Buckle up for this one. <laughs> this is the most audacious story I... Ex- yeah, I don't even know. Okay, so I get a fo- <laughs> This would happen to me all the time in college, so I'd get a phone call. Was this from, early on in your career? Uh, it was my fifth year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like towards the very end of my college career. In college career. <laughs> Beginning of photography career. Right, okay. yes. So I get a call from random, you know, Christian bubble boyfriend that <laughs> like I'm connected to. That's not like an Instagram handle for yeah. like a meme account. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's kind of funny. I hope they listen to this because I oh. they know I love them and I love this story. Um, but anyways, he calls me. I've never met him. So, you know, I'm just on the phone getting the details. He's like, hey, I'm going to propose in Round Top to my girlfriend Keely. Um, and it's on this piece of land. She loves swings. So I built this swing. Uh, it's on this tree and like, I'll send you the location. And then once you're there, you just text me and then, uh, we'll, you know, I'll come. Boom. So, so he then, drops a pin in Round Top, Texas. Right, right. And so then, of course, my first question is like, I don't know the guy, so I don't want to like ask a ton of questions. But sure. I, but I ask him. I'm like, so who's like land is this? <laughs> you know, Keely. Yeah, like who whose land or did we build the swing on? And he was like. <laughs> Oh, well, there, like, there wasn't any signs. Like, it's totally oh, fine. Oh, no. How and, much time just, has he spent building a swing on no land idea. that's not his? So I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, I don't know the guy. Maybe he's, like, wildly responsible and did all the deal and he's, yeah, we're good. Sure, that would have been my assumption. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. I'm just going to show Sarcasm. So I pull up on the side of the highway in Round Top, Texas and <laughs> get out of my the car. Swing okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The pin was very accurate. So <laughs> I am now seeing, I'm looking over this hill, and the grass is up to like my mid waist. Okay. Oh, and no. I am not wearing proper shoes for this yeah. at all. <laughs> and everything starts going through my mind. Okay. Like, okay, there's totally snakes in there. Yep. Oh, there's yeah. like I I gotta get down there and I remember I'm repeating to myself this isn't about you this isn't about you this isn't about you and I'm walking charge down more, charge yeah, more charge more to the bottom of the hill so I get to the bottom of the hill and I'm like I cannot believe I'm here so I I text him the emoji like the signal like I'm here ready to go okay <laughs> about two seconds after I send this emoji flying through this field comes a uh like little whatever what the little buggies the rovers what are they called like a mule or like a yeah one of those yeah one of those with these two middle-aged women 
Okay. Oh, I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> Ellen and Amanda. Okay. All right. So they pull up and she looks at me and is like, what the heck do you think you're doing? Oh, And no. I was like, oh no. And I'm like holding a camera and I'm hiding behind this tree. And, and I'm like, what? And she goes, there are snakes out there. Girl, give me your hand. And she like keeps her feet in the buggy Oh. holds on to the thing and then get, like reaches out her hand as to if me. you're in lava yes yes <laughs> she's like the literally ground is lava. gets me into the back seat of this buggy uh-huh. then she starts like pestering me with questions like what are you doing here this is my land like all oh, of this stuff no. and i was right. like i found you oh my gosh so then you have to remember tyler he's on is his way. on he's the way right. tyler's on the way he's like there so, were no signs and, and i don't know these people like i literally don't know them and so i'm trying to explain to ellen and amanda i'm like well there's this guy named tyler and she's like realizing the swings there on this tree oh. on her land and so she's like I need you to call Tyler right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, ma'am. Like, so I get Tyler on the phone and uh-huh. boys become noodles when they're about to propose. <laughs> and he answers the phone and I'm like, boys become noodles. I, it's like they don't even remember their name. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, Tyler, everything is okay. I just need you to pull over the car and I need you to get out because I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I... I can't. I can't. And I said, Tyler, I need you to pull over the car and I'm going to talk to you. And he was like, okay. And so he pulls over, he gets out and he's like, uh, and I was like, Tyler, there's a woman here. Um, it's, it's her land that you built the swing on and I'm in a, uh, buggy thing with her and, uh, she wants to talk to you. So I hand over the phone, uh, to, Amanda and Amanda is like Tyler and just starts asking him all these questions like like did did you just think that you could build swing anywhere you want and all this stuff so then so then turns a corner um and and her friend is like recording this okay like like Ellen's getting an absolute kick around it like turns back to me and she's like this is freaking hilarious like to me (laughs) and I'm just sitting there like I have ruined everything like what is happening so then Amanda turns a corner and she's like well Tyler do you you and Kaylee have snake boots and you can just hear him uh no no ma'am well I don't see Audrey having any snake boots either and then she's like uh do you have any champagne and he's like, no, ma'am. And she's and and she turns around, and just rolls her eyes at me, like, I can't believe this idiot. Basically. And she goes, Well, Tyler, it's your lucky day, and I'm gonna help you. And it doesn't seem like you have any other choice now, does it? So she gives Tyler her address, which is, you know, a half a mile away. No she way. says, You're gonna pull up there. I'm gonna give Audrey and Keely snake boots. And then I'm going to drive you all back in this buggy to this swing. And you're going to propose. So I'm in the back of this four-wheeler with these middle-aged women driving up to her house. So, Tyler, surprise, so Amanda doesn't care about the surprise at all. 100%. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. but but they like act like they have no idea what's going on the entire time. They're, okay. they're just like, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, just like, okay. oh, hi, hands her boots. Like, <laughs> no idea. She realizes what's going on. She's crying, putting on the snake boots. Keely. Gets, yeah. Is I'm, she crying because she's excited or she's crying because these are going to be in my engagement? <laughs> no, <'cause laughs> honestly, she's like putting on the snake boots. actually really cute. 
really cute. And I like love the pictures of them. But they drive us down there. And then quite literally, Amanda pulled out a bottle of sparkling rosé and no two crystal way. glasses in a what towel a lady. that she has over her arm and so i have this <laughs> photo of them like hiding in the grass taking a photo of the proposal like they're probably live streaming on facebook and then they're like pouring them crystal glasses of champagne after and i'm in the back of a four-wheeler with four strangers wearing snake boots holding a crystal <laughs> glass of champagne. And I was like, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, that is yeah. Such, that's such a good story. I almost want, when we post about your episode on Instagram, the first picture to be you, and then the second picture to be a picture of that. I literally have a picture of Ellen and Amanda. I'll oh, send it please. to you. Please. I can't wait for our listeners to see it. <laughs> that's incredible. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. That's a great story. Keely loved the swing. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, good. Praise Did God. Swing, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Was the swing in my brain when you were like, he was going to build a swing. I was like, oh, the swing collapses and she like falls out. That's where I thought the story was going. Yeah, you could have never. I couldn't. I never would have gotten there. Also, shout out to Ellen and Amanda. Yeah, they gave yeah. us their business cards. Shut up. And I said our only well. requirement is like, we're invited to the wedding. And they didn't invite them. No I, That was going to be one of my questions. I shot their wedding and I showed up and I was like, Where's where Ellen are Helen and Amanda? And they were like, we didn't invite them. And I was like, what? <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, I, oh, as I've gotten older and gone to like a gazillion weddings and I've like walked with friends who've gotten married, like I, weddings are expensive. Guest lists are cutthroat sometimes. I get it. But those I, two, you I have I would have invite. invited them and would have had it heavily photographed. Oh, absolutely. I low would have put them in my program and like given them a moment <laughs> yeah. in the ceremony. Yeah, flower girls. I don't <laughs> like, know. Like give them something. Yeah. They would have like read scripture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have like read scripture or so. Yeah. Flower girls is so funny. Oh. Uh, Missed opportunity. I wish I was still in contact with them. It's a bummer. Me? I wish you were too. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a good story. Okay. Last question. Okay. As you know, this podcast is called Nowhere Close to Famous. However, if you could be famous for one thing, what would that be? Okay. I touched on this earlier, but I really think it would be the best thing ever to be like a famous mandolin or, or banjo player. <laughs> and like I'm touring with Need to Breathe or Ooh, yeah. someone yeah. that's not like too kind of like too big. grungy. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to be like in that scene. Yeah. Sure. I want to be in like the cool bluegrass scene. Does that exist? Probably yeah. not. I, it's a thin line, but I it does like Judah and the Lion is like a good example of Ooh, like a cool. Yeah. Like their, their earlier mm. albums, I feel like they've kind of yeah. g- gotten away from like the banjo. Yeah, they're not bluegrass anymore. I could do or okay early would you play for penny and sparrow okay i feel like they're too slow for me and you and the lion is too fast for me like i need a middle ground okay like a lone bellow type i I don't know i don't know know if i'd call them bluegrass but like no they have that kind of vibe vibe you just need a bluegrass influence yeah there you go yeah like a folky americana bluegrassy we'll do some research Okay. <laughs> is that what they say in Mississippi? <laughs> totally. <laughs> you get it? Um, See, she knows I'm from Mississippi. What's the band name? Any thoughts on that? My band? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. I'm going to have to consult my brother-in-law. Yeah. I feel sure. you he's can't the kind of person that, him. like, 
would probably do a lot of research, come mm. up with about like 30 options and yeah. narrow it down to and our they'd best all be, two. And they'd all totally. be meaningful. We've been really prayerful. We've discerned. <laughs> and then like, we're this, we're going to have a meeting about yeah. it. This is the root of the yeah. word. This is the yeah. symbolism. Yeah. We don't want to make any unilateral decisions yeah. on this podcast. Ali Joe would do that. And then Tyler would, yeah. Would, yeah. It would be, <laughs> it would like, be nah. fabulous. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Sweet. This has honestly been so fun. Thank you so much. Aren't you glad y'all met? Yes, I am. I mean, we had right. met, but right. Yeah. But aren't you glad you didn't now have a chance to like have a conversation? You know a lot about her, as yeah. do I. Hundred <laughs> percent. True. <laughs> it was so fun. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Audrey. And if you did, there are many more coming your way just like it. So make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And as always, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Nowhere Close to Famous Pod. As always, thanks for tuning in. Stay ordinary.